0: Hello Sac State students, welcome to another week and another episode of the State Hornet Podcast. My name is Robbie Pierce, your podcast editor. And then joining me now this morning is Gerardo Zavala, our higher education beat reporter. And Gerardo, so you've been working on a story about the webcam policy for Sac State. Could you tell us a little bit about that story?
1: Okay. Right. So I've been working on the story about the webcam policy, and it's about the updated course curriculum syllabus policy that was released about a week or two before school started. So teachers didn't have too much time to implement that policy into their uh, new syllabus. And the webcam policy was only one of the things mentioned in the core syllabus policy. So there was like a lot of other things that teachers had to read to even get there. Um, I talked to C Perez, and he told me that there's only one email ever sent to teachers regarding this, and it didn't go into too much detail. Uh, and I have it linked in the story as well. Uh, but it didn't go into too much detail about the webcam policy. So, uh, teachers are kind of expected to, you know, go through there and figure that out on the, on their own. And that's kind of led to a lot of teachers not knowing that, well, first of all, that they need an exemption to require webcams and then what those exemptions really, you know, allow, uh, you need to submit your syllabus to your department chair or your Dean. To get that exemption and they need to approve exactly what's on the syllabus so that students know what is expected of them but uh through my reporting i've found that you know not all teachers have done that and some students have been you know dealing with having to use their webcams pretty much at all times what usually gets approved is having webcams on for projects or presentations or You know stuff like that um generally you're not approved to have or require students to have their cameras on at all time one of the main uh parts of my story uh this story about rob neat she was in a intro to theater class with her professor and she only took i think two classes because she dropped it because he wasn't acknowledging anyone who didn't have their webcam on and uh she unmuted herself and asked you know, are you really not gonna talk to us? And he pretty much said, if you're not willing to have your camera on, then you should drop this class, right? But that's not even in his policy. His policy states that webcams are only required to be on during like projects, presentations, or since it's a theater class like acting, like activities and stuff like that. So even in that policy, it's not stated that the camera needs to be on at all times. Another issue was there was a teacher uh, Krishna Guadalu- Guadalupe, he was requiring students to have their webcams on at all times up until late October when I had an interview with him. Um, and he was unaware of the course uh, syllabus policy. Understandably, of course, like I said, it was released a week before school started. You know, he decided that he was going to stop requiring webcams and instead ask students to upload an image of themselves and substitute of that. Um, But he's a very active teacher, so he still asks students questions while they're in class and expects them to answer.
0: But for the most part, from what you saw, it was more teachers misunderstanding the policy, not actively trying to just force everybody to have a webcam.
1: From what I understand, it's mainly, yeah, misunderstanding the policy, like what is allowed and what isn't allowed. We were forced to go online so quickly um, and I talked to Steve a bit about this, like, spring semester, we were forced, like, I think within a week, everyone had a transition. Um, that's a lot of work, not just for, um, you know, for the administration, but it's a lot of work for professors having to rebuild their syllabus to work on an online platform. And I think a lot of I think there's a lot that doesn't get taken into account if you're a teacher who doesn't do online work, right? Cause you're used to having a class, you're used to being able to see students and then all of a sudden you have to see these little black boxes on your screen with people's names on it and there's like no interaction there. And that's something that I've, I've realized is another big issue. There's a lot of people are very interaction based on in how they teach and stuff. And it's just like it doesn't resonate as well doing it through zoom so i think a lot of the requirements were an attempt to try to keep that normalcy for themselves but at the same time there needs to be that you know that clear guideline saying like you don't have to do this this is just if you can or whatever and um i mentioned this in the story as well one of the one of the things that students tend to have like the best was um teachers allowing students to just put like a photo of themselves up there so that it's not just like a little black box. Um, And it feels a bit more like a class. Obviously, it's like, it's not but it's it's a bit better. And um, this one student Samuel Ehrenberg uh, said that his teacher for one of his math classes made it an extra credit opportunity to like, put an image up, um, which is kind of like free points obviously just to put your image up there, but it's also helping the teacher get to know you. So that was kind of I think the biggest or the the most common like thing that I heard that people appreciated.
0: Thank you, Gerardo. Before we end this week, a couple other big news stories were one, Sacramento County Director of Health Services Dr. Peter Bylenson said a public health and COVID nineteen forum held Thursday that he estimates the most recently announced stay-at-home order will likely be in effect for at least six weeks in Sacramento County, due to our county's case numbers and hospital ICU capacity. In other Sacramento-area news, Black Lives Matter Sacramento and R Street's coalition held a boycott at Arden Mall, where 19-year-old Dwayne James Jr. and 17-year-old Saquon Reed James were shot and killed after an altercation. Those at the boycott demanded Arden Mall acknowledge a responsibility for the killings and announce greater safety measures. In Sacramento State News, Sac State Faculty Senate voted in favor of keeping spring break intact next semester by a margin of 54-1 to during its most recent Thursday meeting, with the one vote going toward getting rid of spring break altogether in exchange for a later start. In sports, women's basketball had today's game against UC Davis canceled yesterday due to updating health orders in Yolo County requiring Davis to pause their season again. Men's and women's basketball both played Idaho last week with the men's score going 73-57 Sacramento and the women's score ending at 97-73 Idaho. Finally, if you have a moment between studying for finals this week, we have a good plethora of of end-of-the-semester opinion columns up right now from Lauren Venucci's low-down brand holiday gift-giving guide to Jordan Parker's most recent column explaining why he thinks the NFL fumbled their handling of COVID-19. Until next week, thank you for listening. Please stay safe, make sure to study for those finals, and make sure to give a listen to the rest of our podcast here on the State Hornet Podcast Network.